Welcome to Boss Lady Energy. Boss, boss Lady, lady energy. energy. Y'all, we got that Boss Lady Energy. Welcome back to the show. Hey, girls. Hello, ladies. Hello. Lady, ladies. It's been a week. It's been, you know, it has been a week, mm-hmm. right? Some All sh- the days blur together every time. <laughs> y'all, this is every week. Yeah. <laughs> we come to this table. I know. And we say, y'all, it's been a week. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure you feel the same if you're listening. So I'm glad y'all tuned in. <laughs> and we're relying on our friends even more right now, I feel like, during this time. And so today we're going to be talking about our adult friendships. Yes. And mm. falling out. Yeah. See, people don't talk about this enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that we're going there because as you get older, those fast friends you had in college, those all the people from your childhood just don't come with you. And no. that's OK. Yes. You outgrow them. You Definitely. outgrow them. Definitely. Girl, let me tell you. Girl, let me tell you. I had a friend that said I would never make as much money as she did. And then I found out that this girl didn't even graduate college. Ooh, there's a little shade there. Just a little, just a little crisp. Just, just a, a little, little shade. She goes, well, girl, let me tell you. Girl, let me tell you. So obviously <laughs> no longer are we friends. Okay. But, there, you know, there's a lot of things like that that happen. I know, Court, you've been through... Quite a bit. Too. Oh, yes. Both of us. I mean, if you're if you're you have a pulse mm-hmm. over 20, you've probably had a frenemy. Yeah. And honestly, people don't talk about it enough, but I feel like friendships that end hurt more than a relationship. And so I definitely had a sister like I thought she would be in my wedding. Yeah. I thought we would always be friends. And when we had a falling out, it really stung. But I I feel grateful for it at the end of the day. But we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that later We're going to get into all the deets. We need mm-hmm. to sip real quick. Real yeah. sip. Oh, cheers. Courtney oh, actually got to drink this week. I can't. <laughs> See, they always want me to drink, but I'm trying to keep my skin or get my skin together. So that's why I have not been drinking any alcohol. I cut out a lot of stuff out of my diet. But uh, here I am with a Corona. Because it's been a week. It's been a week. Is she having a beer? Oh, I'm so happy. I know. They are always happy when anything. <laughs> like, Courtney's having sex. Courtney's drinking a beer. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. Okay. okay. But speaking okay. of frenemies, sorry, back to the frenemy situation. Celebrities that have been frenemies, very, very big frenemy situation that has happened. Your girl. My girl, Taylor Swift and Katy Perry, as Courtney takes a drink. <laughs> yes, Taylor because Swift and Katy Perry. they've had a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Because the last I heard, they were off. And then all of a sudden, Katy oh, Perry pops on. out a baby. <laughs> And Taylor Swift sending her a blanket. But Taylor Swift sends everybody dang gifts. Yeah, Let's be, is she that wants really to be the godmother to everybody's children? Like... True. <laughs> but here, here's the thing with that. Do they need to be besties anymore? Like, here's no. my thing. Taylor and, and Katie, I just I follow the up and down and I'm just like, they just need to just part ways. It's okay. But I think as a public figure, maybe they found it harder. Yeah. Because people just keep pitting you against each other. So why not just make peace? Yeah, and I mean, like, is it real peace though? I mean, maybe not, but like thinking or seeing, thinking of her and seeing in the media that maybe she had the baby, like sending something. Right. That's right. nice. Your assistant can I do agree. it for you. It's really not you doing it. But like, as a person who doesn't have an assistant, I don't think I would do that. Like, as a normal <laughs> yeah, person, no. I, and my friend of me, I'd be yeah. like, congrats, like, send you a text, but like, I'm not trying to send I you I don't a even flower know if I'd send a text to my friend of me. Maybe no. just comment on the Instagram post. Congrats. Maybe not even true. that. Like, when you reach a certain point, <laughs> I'm serious. When you reach a certain point in your life, like, you just don't need to do any of that. I think yeah, there's stages true. of the friend of me thing. It's like you literally go from my best friend to now my enemy that I no longer associate with. Yeah. And it's a, it's a fine line, though, because in some situations, like with Taylor and 
and with uh, Katy Perry, it's a business that they are right. both in. So yes. that aspect is really hard. You have well, to, kindness is key, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and I also feel like it's because they're women. I mean, women mm-hmm. kind of hold on to stuff a lot longer. I mean, we got on the other end of the spectrum, we got two guys. Guys have it a little bit easier. They're able to cut the ties. You yeah. got Kanye and Jay-Z. Yeah. Is it? It's a little tricky there, <laughs> no, though. It, like it's, it's a tricky messy. with them too because yeah. it's a business thing. It's like everyone, everyone wants to know anything going on with Jay Z and Kanye because they made Watch the Throne, and we want yeah. more music, and we just want them to be cool. But have they really been cool for years now? No, I mean, no. I, mean I feel like, and honestly, that's what I mean. Yeah. They just kind of buy. I'm done with you, like especially on Jay Z's front. I feel like Kanye and Kim kind of try and be friends with Jay Z and Beyonce. Yeah. They want to be it's there. Like, just let it Kanye go. just tweeted just about him a few weeks ago. Let's be real. Him, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, he wants. I miss you. It's yeah. like, just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. They're not inviting you to Friendsgiving. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you're out. I mean, I'm bro. sure he felt really salty when Jay-Z and Beyonce didn't show up to their wedding. But as I we as we that. heard in the song, though, if me and my wife are beefing, I'm not leaving nobody's house. Right? Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah, that's so true. I don't know. I think as you get older, friends require so much more of each other um, or they require different things from each other. So in in the Kanye and Jay-Z situation, it feels like Kanye was hoping he'd have his mentor, big bro, for the rest of his life. And Jay-Z's like, I can't have you on my coattails. I'm I'm not speaking for Jay-Z because I'm sure, you know. know, There's a lot we don't know. Right. There's a lot we don't know. But at the end of the day, it's like if I'm going through a rough patch with my wife and we're real friends, you should understand. Yeah. And I get it's like a, a big milestone I'm missing, but like this is my marriage yeah right. so but i think that breaks and ends a lot of friendships when you don't have that understanding of like oh my my homegirl's not calling me like she used to we're not in college anymore girl we no. can't keep up with each other all i the mean time. That's i barely have fall away yeah, right? and i barely have time to call my mom yeah. like i have to make sure that i'm like okay today i gotta call her gotta call her gotta call her and she's more important sorry no offense any of my girlfriends out there any of my guy friends my mom is more important so like and, if yeah. i got 10 minutes to spare i'm calling her i'm sorry i'm not calling you i can send you a text <laughs> yeah we could do this over text you know yeah, and i'll so call you this weekend but but that's adult exactly (laughs) but that's the thing that people don't talk about enough there's so many different stages to the fallout like let's just talk about our own though like Kristen you had a really big thing happen with you when did you know it was turning toxic um okay well there's two separate situations that I think of that's just like post-college days like I'm not going back to high school like I, I have a select few friends from that time in my life that have really rode with me through everything but I'm thinking like adult, we're talking adult friendships, right? Yeah. So, okay, this was post-college. I had some friends um, that I thought, like you said, that they were going to be in my wedding and mm-hmm. like th- that they would be my bridesmaids. And there was something that happened. I guess I didn't really realize it. It was slowly building up once I got my first job in entertainment. Mm. And they would talk to me about how they felt that God was leading me down the wrong path or that I was what? like being led by the devil. Yeah, Wait, we whoa, 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 whoa. hold up. What industry are they in? Is it the same industry? No. That you, okay. No. And, so please explain. And, okay. Yeah, I know. I need to back up a little bit. So I had um, one of my friends was super religious and she was like, I just feel like God, this isn't your path that God would want you to go down. Like, I feel like you're being led the wrong direction. Like, are you sure you want to work at this place? And I feel like maybe they, for me, I thought, oh, it's the company that I'm working for. Maybe mm-hmm. they're thinking, ooh, bad rap. You don't want, you know, worried about my I reputation. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Right? But then we went on a girl's trip a few months later and we were all drinking out. You know, I wasn't single. A couple of girls were single and we like flew to this girl's trip. Okay. So I, I couldn't leave. Right. I'm there. So we are out for dinner. We're drinking a little bit and we meet some guys and we're going to this next bar. 
And I'm walking in front of them kind of by myself because they were all kind of pairing up with these guys mm-hmm. and I had a man. And I heard one of the guys say, yeah, I work for this thing in news, this place in news. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I work for this place in news. OK. And like, it's just a commonality. Right. Like, I wasn't looking to hook up. I was taken and very serious. And um, and then my girlfriend's behind me, like she kind of fell back with another girl mm. and was like, yeah, but you'll never make as much money no. as I do. And they both started cackling. And I was no. like, so and this is where it ends. OK, but hold on. So this the girls were tipsy or this was they just, were tipsy. But I it doesn't matter. Loose it lips. doesn't matter. Yes. Loose, loose, loose lips. Speak mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. And then about a year later, I went to um, dinner with another girl that was on the trip. And she told me actually. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to say it like that. I went to dinner with another girl on the trip and she told me this girl never even graduated college like she whole you know the girl who said you're never gonna make as much money uh as her and i was like oh god bless you child damn honestly god bless that sounds like some bad karma i was like dang okay so you weren't telling me not to work there because you were worried about me you guys are jealous of what i'm doing yes i mean i feel like that stems from a lot of insecurities and that's the reason why it's not because they, they, they're worried about you or whatever they're caring no. they, they're jealous they were jealous and I was like dang and I'm not too down <laughs> hard but damn that's great damn that yeah. is karma karma but always it, comes back it is and that's so sad <laughs> I, I know I feel like we all have to learn different things but you know what I think jealousy is one of the biggest things that ends friendships totally and it's sometimes it's an it's an outward thing that happens like your situation or it's an underlying thing and I think for mine it was an underlying we're not good I don't yeah. know if y'all watch Insecure but it was literally like <laughs> Molly and Issa Ooh. and like the best of friends and just going in two different directions and man, I it's hard. And honestly, it's hard for me to talk about because I feel like we made peace with where we are and we've been mature, but it took yeah. some time to get through that. It took me being the butt of the joke. Like we had a mutual set mm. of friends that I was being talked about. Like she would openly talk to them about me and then they would come back like, how are you friends with her? This is what happened. No. Oh my God, yeah. Courtney. Yeah. And, and I separated myself with black women. It's totally yeah. different. We feel like there's only one spot, but I've never never been a person that feels that way right. and maybe I'm blind yeah maybe I'm blind because I'm straight up a girl's girl but I didn't see this coming like I felt like we were going to chase our dreams like together, together. in some way mm-hmm. and when it wasn't that and sadly we ended up putting one of our really close friends in the middle of it as like mm-hmm. yeah. you know talking through her yeah. because it's we could sense to. that things yes yeah, sense that things were off but it, it was it was nasty. It was a lot of a lot of back and forth. And eventually we just did not talk like right. it was a unknown thing that we're not you know, we're not cool. If we see each other mm-hmm. out and about, we didn't want to make it obvious. Obviously, we'd be cordial. cordial. Right. Uh, but then it got to a point after maybe a, a year or two where I'm like, you know what? It's either you're in my life or you're not. And mm-hmm. this is really taking a toll on me. And we all we both have different things that we brought to the table. And I feel the best way to handle this is to have a face to face. So when we had that face to face, it was very hard because we had both got different friends at this point. Like we had navigated this new bubble of just kind of like knowing that there was a problem, but Mm -hmm. we didn't really want to fully address it. And 
that was the most therapeutic conversation I've ever had with a friend. And wow. the reason why I consider us still friends instead of straight up <laughs> enemies right. is because I think we were so young, like we were early 20s. And mm-hmm. I think we had to grow from that situation to where now we understood the negative things we brought to the table. And now we're much better friends with other people. We know the signs, yeah. but not every, everything doesn't end in that. Some no. just straight up end. Yeah, that was like me. That I was just, me. We just stopped talking. Like it just dwindled. It yeah. was like I, I got home. And I was like, and we're not friends. Yeah. Like, in my heart. And I feel like they knew because I was just like, but see, it's that, it's that unspoken thing. Mm-hmm. And it that is. for me is so, that's toxic for yeah. me. Like, yeah. I'm, this, I'm a, talk it out. Yeah. I'm an empath for real, for real. So, like, when I feel, I feel. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard, especially because we had a mutual friend that we were both still close to, to keep that person in the middle and yeah. just like try to make it work. It just didn't feel right for me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'll be honest, that relationship hurt more than the ending of it or the 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 down part of it hurt more than a breakup with a guy yeah. from my past. And I don't had really some, talk yeah, about that. Yeah, it hurts. I can attest to that. A lot of my friendships, I've always been a part of a trio. So there's always going to be two on one. Like, that's how it's always been. I don't know how I've always gotten in those situations. But, you know, in, in my early 20s, it was friendships from high school. There was three of us girls. We were super, super tight. And one of them decided to tell the other girl to stop talking to me because of something I didn't show up to when I physically couldn't be there. Oh, and then wow. they were friends for a little bit. I didn't talk to either one of them in my early 20s. Dang. And now savage. one of the other girls is actually bridesmaid in my in my wedding because we're best oh. friends still to this day. And we got rid of the other toxic one. Like you outgrow wow. and you mature and you realize like my girlfriend who's in my wedding, she wouldn't mind me talking about this. We both realized that the other person was, was the, problem. the problem. Yeah, mm. You know, but it took my other friend to realize that on her own because I was like I'm out I've always been that person I'm very independent and if it's not doing anything for me and you're more trouble than it's worth bye like I got got my own shit I gotta do and I am I am a very loyal freaking person I will admit it like if you are my friend circle you are you are my family Mm -hmm. yeah family Mm -hmm. so when I ride or die for you like and you're gonna treat me like shit bye I don't got time for that like I cut you off it takes me a minute trust me because I get walked over I get slapped in the face I get my hand slapped away a lot of times Mm -hmm. but I still stay yeah but when what that last that last straw though I'm telling you and it does hurt navigate that relationship that broke up then the reason I bring this up it hurt more than like breaking up with Jarrell like my J like when we broke up like that hurt way more my friendship because that's like your sisterhood and you feel like she knows everything everything (laughs) everything they go through so many stages of life with you 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 expose so child they know when you're having your period they know how you are are on your period y'all are literally y'all have your period at the same time you (laughs) know their family you know their siblings so it's like a straight up you know breakup it, it, it hurts. It, it hurts. Does. And it takes and it takes you a minute to get over it. You yeah. know? And and Courtney, I know you say this girl is like your friend now, but even when you were talking about it, you said, you know, it's gonna be obvious and, and I can still, you know, a little twinkle yeah. in your eye a little yeah. bit, you know? Cause you, oh, because you because we're talking yeah. well, well, I think the difference with us is the fact that it's hard talking about something when you're actually good now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's different. If that person is not in your life, shout if I, I could talk about somebody from elementary school and be like, <laughs> baby, they were terrible. This yes. is how what I where I played a part, they played a part, baby. I don't care but what you're doing care. in life. Yeah, I actually that's where care I'm at about with my situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I actually care about this person, and we really worked hard to get to this place. I, it's not perfect, no. But I don't think it ever will be perfect. That's the that's life, though. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of people don't reach that point where they no. can get to the point and be good again. And that that takes a real friend. Like true friendship goes through some ups and downs. Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm just grateful that we are at a in a better place. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel you on that. Like. E- 
you it takes it takes a certain amount of yourself like you gotta you gotta trust like okay either I'm gonna keep this person or I'm not gonna keep them and like yeah. that that takes that takes a lot of you because mm-hmm. I'm sure you put a lot of your shit aside and was like all right let me have this sit down let me talk let me figure this out with her so that we can both move forward whether we're gonna be together in friendship or not and like because yeah. it, it can suck the life out of you yeah. it does like your friendships shouldn't do that I, yeah and I really truly found that like my my sister-in-law is the type of person who it's it's qu- it's quantity of friends mm. and she gives 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 and when people don't give back she gets hurt yep. and I'm like for me it's quality over quantity like and and have you always God been that way though her. No, no. Okay, so you've matured. I was, yeah, that re- I was always child. When you come, when you're no longer a people pleaser, and you recover from that, <laughs> that's what happens. Don't get me wrong; I still people please, but to people that I care about and yeah. want to cultivate right. a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And I know, growing up, like I wasn't maybe part of my lone wolf kind of vibe is that I didn't, I wasn't as good of a friend. I didn't reach out to people. I didn't right. stay connected mm. because I was so focused on what I was doing, and maybe that was selfish. But like. For me, career was number one and yeah. family was number two. And like mm-hmm. my family is my best friends, you know, yeah. and like I found my tribe in my adult life. I still have friends from high school, like couple friends that Michael and yeah. I are ride or die friends with will be friends with forever. But like I I say my sister-in-law as an, as an example, because she has hundreds of friends and she'll be like, you know, Nicole. And I'm like, huh. Who? Like, yeah. what? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember Nicole. I'm so sorry. Oh um, my god. I know what her face looks like, you know, but like for me, it's like I can have five really close friends and, yeah. and be happy. And I'm good because they're busy. I'm busy. They might have kids. I don't have kids. So my like career's minded my kid. though. Like minded. We mm-hmm. are aware of what each other needs. When we need each other, we're there. We're not attached like a leech, like trying to just suck the life out of you. I mean, you I think you said it best. And all that. Yeah. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Seriously. When oh. you get older. Yeah. Yeah. And and sadly, some people just don't come along with you and mm-hmm. it hurts. And that's always going to be a lesson for you as you mature in life. But I'm so grateful for my my homegirls from college because we have been through so much. We are still in the trenches with each other. Yeah. And the thing I admire about them is that we stay connected and we haven't seen each other in years. Like, yeah. the, really? what we were, yeah, what we were, they have kids. Oh, I, okay. you know, I had my career, I moved out here. We're all in different parts of the right. world and we stay connected through like a group chat and like we check in all the time. But the thing I admire about them is the fact that they don't need me to talk to them every week. Yeah. I, there have been some fast friends some or some mm-hmm. long friends who like don't understand the career that I have, mm-hmm. don't understand that I legit don't have have time other than to call my mother yes. I mean uh, yes. Courtney literally her response in our group chat is the little emojis on the text like, I know she's she'll like, like them. She's but like, like that's busy the, that's, like that's what she busy and when she does that we know she got it like yep. she responded like we're mm-hmm. good <laughs> exactly exactly and see and y'all get that and, and we yeah. haven't even known each other for as many years as I've known them but right. that's like mindedness we're in the mm-hmm. same industry when you have friends that are not doing the same thing as you and they yeah. and there's more time or they just require more there has to be reach an understanding and and one of my really close friends, I've talked about her before. She, uh, I'm shout out Brie. I love her. Oh, uh, my Brie. Girl Brie, Go Brie. Uh, <laughs> man, me and Brie have been through some stuff because she was my roommate, my one of my best friends, and we had a bit of a falling out. It was a full year. 
And it was a full year and it was around the time when she was becoming a new mom. She felt I wasn't there for her the way that she would have hoped that I would be because we had like long distance is one thing. But when you become a mom and like on my end, I've never been a mother. So I don't understand. And so she didn't feel I was giving as much as I could. But then there's the mom brain. And so she's not remembering. I just FaceTimed you or. Oh, yeah. There's just all of these different things. And new moms get so lonely. I know my sister's that way. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. No, they do. That takes us and the ones yeah. that don't have that experience is it, it it takes going through that to know that like that's what the person needs and I learned so much from that and knowing I needed to be a better friend yeah. but it took us really falling out and just me feeling like how is it you're requiring so much from me but like no one ever says anything when I have something going on in my 100%. career and like yeah. I'm just this lone person sending all these gifts and you know saying all these great things when things are happening with y'all but you make my thing seem like it's not a big deal yes. and this is my life yeah so Courtney yeah. I can relate to you on so many levels on that i know we talk about it all the time maybe off camera like dead ass like i am the person i will send you a freaking gift like i sent my little nephew like shoes because he's gonna start walking like i think i've said that before Mm -hmm. i am that person like you're gonna take your first steps i'm gonna send you something oh i'm gonna send you a text courtney i sent you a text on your wedding weekend like those are the kinds of those are the kinds of things that is a good friendship and another thing is too is like i give and i give and i give and i give and then exactly like what you just said when i have a milestone and i'm super excited about it and i want to talk about it it's like congratulations anyway so my baby or whatever and they move on to the next topic and I'm like okay and and in a lot of friends and I think step my, it up, you guys <laughs> I think <Yeah>. my <laughs> friends they have definitely got to the point where they get it but there have a, a lot of times when you're career oriented it just isn't the same in most people's minds it's like mm-hmm. oh you got married oh you had a child yeah. you know oh you you got an, another job or, or, or whatever it is you move to a new city those yeah. are all exciting things but as you're moving up in your career people don't realize how much those things mean to us mm-hmm. and I think it took me and my friend having a brief falling out and really taking time to think about what each other said because yeah. in the heat of the moment you can say some stuff yeah. Yeah. and I thought we were just not going to talk again. I was like I'm not putting energy into it I think she felt the same way until something clicked in her and I'm just yeah. glad that we're both faith driven women because yep. had we not been I don't think that we would be where we are today because this is someone that prays for me y'all yeah. like Bree prays for me prays for my family I pray for her I haven't seen her in so many years but like she's such a thoughtful friend and it's yeah. like so hard to come by so I'm glad that in our, our 20s when we had the falling out that we could bounce back from that and you know mm-hmm. what this I don't know what, how y'all feel about this online thing where people are always like um, oh it's cutoff season like I'm just cutting this person off what yeah what? oh that's listen that's it was thing? A, it, I know cuffing season no What's no no cutoff, cutoff season, season. <laughs> so let, maybe this is black twitter but yeah. let me <laughs> let me go ahead and tell y'all about black twitter no but but for real like a few years ago it was just this thing of like oh they're toxic like this word toxic is being toxic. thrown around mm. cut off season was a whole thing Mm. where it's just like this person made one mistake they're cut off and then honestly it's the the most immature way to handle friendships and I think when you're early on you just want like you get all these fast friends that you think make sense for you but the real friends are the ones that you grind it out with Mm. and I've realized that as I've gotten older yes I have a friend named Holly I don't know maybe Nikki you've met her maybe not she's in Oklahoma and she moved like five six years five years ago six years ago now and we still talk and I keep in touch on like really? social media, like Holly. really. But like sh- I know in my heart, like we knew each other in another life. And like that will be my girl forever. Really? And, like, yeah. yeah. And my friend Danielle, like I don't see her in like five years either. And we 
I yeah. just always know, like, I feel like a connection yeah. with people. And that those are the people that mean the most to me. Mm. There's a difference between when you don't talk to someone for a really long time and it's weird. And then mm-hmm. when you talk to your girlfriends mm-hmm. who you know are your ride or dies and nothing's changed, like you guys can catch up in five minutes and it's like y'all are shooting the shit like it never changed. Yep. And those are your people. Yep. Like, those are your people. Mm-hmm. If it's awkward and you're coming back from talking to someone, like if you and Holly came back and it was awkward, like that's not your person. You know, yeah. that's yep. not your tribe. That's not your friend. But when you got those girls who nothing's up. My girlfriend in Oklahoma, she's going through her um, Oklahoma she's going, too? Like, master's program or oh. whatever for, I don't even know. God, I'm such a bad friend. Um, <laughs> I literally don't. She's changed it so many it's times. Fine. She's gone to, she's it's been to school for like 10 years. No, anyway, it's not. She, I don't talk to her often. But yeah. when we do talk, she's a maid of honor in my wedding. Like we, she's my girl. Aww. Like yeah. she's my ride or die. Like when we catch up, it's like, Nothing ever changed. Quality Nothing over quantity. Ever and like, it. I always got so insecure. Like, I don't know oh. about you guys, with like the amount of friends yes. that I did. You always didn't needed have. to have like a million friends That's, in your yes. in your texting. Because and I like, was always that way growing mm-hmm. up. But like, as I got older, and like, I'm sure Michael's parents are like, Kristen has no friends. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I have so many friends. I'm just not like. Come with me everywhere because I'm an adult. You don't and travel like, I, in a pack, no, yeah. Not mm-hmm. anymore. Like that's just not. That my was very college, high school, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I wanted to to first of all, I need to shout out my homegirl Bree. She has a podcast called my, uh, called <gasps> Black Girls with Purpose. Yes. I'm learning a lot about Bree. Here's yes. cheers to Bree. Cheers to Bree. Cheers to Bree, girl. Yes. So she Black has a podcast Purpose. called Black Girls with Purpose. Faith driven. It's amazing. Go check it out if you haven't got a chance, but. Uh, let's shift and talk about creating boundaries and friendships because I think that that y'all are hitting it on the nose when you're saying you know there's that one friend that you can speak to and there's nothing and then there's the other one they feel some kind of way as you've gotten older what kind of boundaries have you had to create with your friends um well (laughs) I could speak personally to someone who almost ruined my wedding (laughs) oh dang yeah we had to go through some things. There was a lot of insecurity on her end and I had to just stop talking to her after my wedding and we didn't speak for like six months. And I was like, you know what? I can't be your person that you lean on when you have problems. Mm. Like that's when you have a friend that's like that one sided, very one sided Mm -hmm. and throws all their stuff at you and expects you to figure it out and you're like I have my own shit you figure it out it's called dumping KG trust me there was a lot uh, I'm just gonna speak to this because I was with her during her wedding planning process there was a lot of things that all of a sudden it would be this person did this and it would be a long list of things that she called her about and was Mm. like bitching to her about and it was like I'm the bride uh, yeah she's like hey like i don't know if you got my text but i needed help with this like and she was like uh so i just cut this person out completely for like six months it was and they had to come to jesus with themselves i uh, think and they reached out and they were like hey i got you a gift like let's like talk and yeah she was like you know i know that i i would get upset when you wouldn't text me back and like now like you know, I've got a job and I'm figured out and like, you know, you live your life and I'll live my life. Sometimes you just have to let people go and maybe they'll come back and that's when you know it's okay and right. you figured out your situation. But other times, yeah, you do just need to cut people off to- cold turkey. I mean, has it been better it since been you so much jumped better. her? Yes. But see, that probably means that you did not benefit, she benefited more from you than you did her. Yeah. And that's that one-sided friendship thing. I think a lot of people in like friendships that are from childhood or from, you know, from college right. that were 
convenient, whatever it is. Yeah. They really haven't grown. Um, they haven't grown as people and they've just become dependent of you. Yes. And I've had so yeah. many friends that are like that. And they, yeah, d- when you decide to quote unquote go ghost, it's hard because they need you more than you need them. Mm-hmm. And the moment you finally cut yeah. them off or, or, you know, you create a boundary where like, nope, I'm not answering every call, every nope. text. I'm not going right. to be your Even therapist mean, that's unpaid. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not your unpaid therapist, boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you finally create those boundaries for yourself, it's either they choose to leave or they choose to respect you. Because at the end of the day, saying no for me has been the best thing I could say I could do for myself because I am a true recovering people pleaser, y'all. Yes. So I like, look, creating boundaries is the only way I can survive because everybody comes to me with their problems. And a lot of times it's literally I'll pick up the phone. Hey, and it'll be, oh, I'm stressed. (gasps) What's going on? How are you doing? Oh, my God, this is going on with me. And it's they will literally talk to themselves. And I am I'm listening. And of course, they're my friends or they're my family, whatever it is. I want to be there for you. But not not in not one moment. Did you say, how are you today? No. How's everything going? Swear to God. Oh, my gosh. So I have a friend from a previous job. Every time that person texts me, it's about something for them. It's about something to benefit them. It's about something that I know that they don't know that they saw on social media that I didn't tell them about. And they call they text me and they're like, hey, so blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, hey, did you not get my um, save the date? Did you not get my thing about my wedding, how it's postponed? Did you not care that I'm my wedding is postponed? Did you not care about me? Did you not want to know what I was doing? Did you not see my food blog? Like nothing, Ah! nothing about me to the point where I'm struggling with that boundary to cut that person off. I'm still struggling. Yeah. Like, you know I what, Nikki? Know. Me and you were the same. And and I and I will and I will say, I think ours is heightened right now, Nikki, because of weddings. I have to be completely honest. There was a moment where I was gonna be like, I don't want no no I have nine bridesmaids. I was like, I don't want anybody standing up there with me. Dead ass corny. Me too. I, I, I think I just told you this earlier. I was like, yes. I told Jarell the other day, we're cutting our guest list. I'm done. I yeah. can't do this shit. See you later. Weddings bring out a whole new side of your friends, of you. And I just had to take a step back yep. because, and I, I'm so grateful for Jarell, but I had to truly take a step back. And this is a bit of a pivot, but if you're getting married right now, if you've gotten married, you know. So let's just talk about it. <laughs> yes. But friend, you can really look at your friends totally different with how they handle your wedding or how they mm-hmm. handle wedding planning in general my god when i my wedding has been postponed twice there was one bridesmaid brie who reached out to me the day of our wedding and said i know today was what you know it it wasn't exactly how you imagine i'm looking forward to next year i have nine bridesmaids do you know how hurt i was not to get a call a text anything are you kidding yeah literally i have eight one how many did i get oh one one two Two. i got two and one of them was my brother and my sister-in-law but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, there yep. are moments, like we've said, Damn. you're the one that cares about your wedding the most. But in a situation like this, you mm. would think that there mm. would just be a little in the back of your head, like, man, maybe she's having a day or maybe I'll just Or I don't know. It. You look at the damn calendar and it says Courtney and Jarrell's wedding. The magnet on the, on the, on the yeah. freaking magnet yeah. on the fridge yeah. with the original date. I mean, I don't know. Fridge. I know. I'm just staring and, you in the face. Right. But also, can I say <laughs> as a friend, I didn't want to call you both on your day because I didn't want you to cry. No, we Kristen's talking about you, girl. girl. You, Kristen, you got I'm making up for last time, baby. Hold on. Kristen deserves a Cheers to Cheers to Kristen. Cheers to that. I was like, no, you're, you're loyal as fuck. Way. So Kristen is a real friend, y'all. She <laughs> looked out for us on our day. They, yep. I, I told her I nearly cried. I was trying not <laughs> yeah. to cry that day. Like legit, she's she a is. good ride or die friend. And it doesn't, it doesn't just have to be monetary things no. or anything. It's just the Kristen is thoughtful. 
I was like, oh my God, their wedding date's on Sunday. Okay, got to make sure this delivery gets there in time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's but like just thinking ahead. Anything. And and you know what? Not everybody is like us. No. I don't expect everyone to be exactly like us, but I think we're our stuff is more heightened with our friends because yeah. we're planning this day where yeah. we're asking them to be with us and we're doing all these things. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get them a gift. Or, or what are we going to do for the pre-wedding right. stuff? You're trying to make it about y'all and like no one's thinking about no. you. And I have a few friends uh-huh. in my bridal party who are also getting married next year. So it's like at the same token, I'm sitting here. My girlfriend had to postpone hers twice already. So it's like I'm sitting here telling her, like, I'm so sorry you had to do that, blah, 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 whatever. Not once was there anything on my phone. Dude. So it just sucks. But you know what I did? You know what I did? Because you also have to take accountability of yourself. I stopped. I started having lower expectations after that day of me being very sad and disappointed. Mm-hmm. I told Jarrell, I was like, I'm not going to allow any more. I'm not. If I can control it to a certain extent, I'm not going to be disappointed anymore. It this is year easier when it comes said to the wedding. than done. It is. Yeah. But listen, and this is going to sound crazy, but I asked my girls not to throw me a bachelorette party because at the end of the day, I've been engaged nearly two years. Yeah. And when they are still asking me what day should was like free for you and yeah. we are like, we just passed up my original date and I've planned all these different things. It just stresses me out <laughs> to yeah. think that like you don't think about anybody but yourself. And those could all be things I have going on in my head. But in order to right. calm my anxiety down, I don't I don't want any expectations from any of you because when I get up at, on my wedding day, I want to be happy with the people that are standing right. next to me. I yeah. don't want to be thinking, okay, th- this person getting cut off, or oh, I'm not going to talk to this person for six months. Right. And, and a lot of weddings do that to people. They but do. I yeah. mean, Kristen, example. <laughs> uh, yeah, she just said. But I was yeah. like, I can't let this person ruin my wedding. So like, mm-hmm. I pushed forward. Like. Nikki should have been my maid of honor. I'm no, <laughs> so many regrets. We went, I mean, anyway, we went on. Oh, we went on a wedding tangent, Sorry, but it's yes. relevant when it comes to it, friendships it is, and frenemies though. and how there those are, things can. do. Yeah. There are certain events that literally bring out the worst and the best mm-hmm. of people. Weddings is one of them. When you have babies, I'm sure they feel a certain type of way. Yes, and and also though mothers. Okay, so we need to talk about that too, real quick, because mom friends that are moms or become moms when we're friends with them and we're career driven. I feel like we all need to just come to a respectful agreement here that like you're not going to shame me because I don't have kids yet and I don't understand and I'm not going to shame you because you had kids and that was your choice and my kid is my career. We need to have some respect. I think there's there needs to be more conversation. Yes. And I feel like it's so hard, though, to have those kind of conversations because you just sometimes don't know how that other person is going to take you being in a bigger person because yeah. sometimes they and throw the hissy that. fit and then they then it's a huge blowout. And trust okay. me, I've had those. I've then had let's those. Let's just mm-hmm. that shit under the rug. We're yeah. not going to talk about it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no, telling you, but there needs to be more conversations. But yeah. that's so hard to navigate through those types of things like friendships in your adult life are so much more harder than when you were younger. Like th- <laughs> understatement. And even sometimes more harder, I think you touched on it, more harder than a relationship. Yeah. Like it takes so work. much work. Yeah. Energy, time, commitment. Like that's shit I don't have right now. Yeah. I know. Because <laughs> you're just trying to make it. Yeah, that's I'm why I like this podcast. Because I get to see you guys like and it's yeah. a set day. I know we get to see each other every <laughs> right. Can we talk about tips on finding your tribe? Because when you become an adult, a lot of us find people that are at work with us consistently. I know Kristen is one as a person I found at work. Same Mm -hmm. for both of us. Uh, But where who what qualifies somebody to be a part of your tribe? Like what are some of the qualities? 
I think it starts from work. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, my homegirl from work, like she's now my best friend and we have babies together and all this stuff. Like I mm-hmm. hear those stories often. Like you're in the trenches together in yeah. during those times. So not only are you seeing them at the rawest point when you're going through some shit with your bosses and whatever. Yeah. I mean, I started as an intern and a PA with two of my best friends, my mm. two girlfriends. So we worked together and worked our way up. We were roommates. Like, And now, even though we still live in the same city and everything, we don't see each other as often we're still tight like th- yeah. that's those are my girls for life like right. we've been through some shit together <laughs> in our yeah, early yeah. 20s and we survived it and now we're on the other side of that but mm-hmm. i think that's those are the qualities i look for is like someone who's gonna have my back at one of the most you know vulnerable vulnerable and, moments yeah when you guys mm-hmm. are going through this together growing yeah. up like being I, in the industry is like <laughs> crazy so like if you meet people that are like minded and career driven that that is wonderful some people aren't as lucky like I know there are some toxic work environments out there yeah it's very hard to weed through who's <laughs> real and who's fake but I think after about two years scientists say that um I can't Kristen <laughs> Did you got really a stat can't. for this? Did you write down a stat? No, I didn't, oh, but no. I heard this stat before. So um, allegedly, after two years, you can't really hide your true personality. So know. like that starts to creep out. So like you're really going to get to know people if you work with them for more than two years. So just kind of hold out until you really see their true colors. <laughs> two years is a and long then, ass time. Right. Would be fake in a relationship just to no, see your I true know. I know, right? No, but... But I think, I think that is the. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is like where a lot of people, as they get older, that's where they find their people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's a, probably a mix of some when you're younger that you bring with you, and some as you get older. I mean, because it's not like we're going to the bars, you know, no, looking for friends. Up, like, hey, do you need a friend? Hold up for what? the people that hop to the bars. There are people still going to find out. friends. Yes, they do. No, or there are people the naturally night. who like love bar hopping yeah. and going to the club and the lounges, and that's their scene, and yeah. they never want to leave that. So they're there's some people out there. But that's the piece. No, the I love going to the bars. I'm talking about going friends. to the bars to meet friends. Like, I know. You're like, hi, I my know. name is Nikki. I need some friends. Anyone want to be my friend? Maybe if you're a socialite. No. But there like are, in the yeah. industry, I feel like you can meet people like photographers and, yeah. you know, videographers and people like that that we've, Michael and I have met and that are not specifically in our groove right. or what we're doing, but we become friends with them, you know, and yeah. they're people that we hang out with regularly. Sorry, I just touched your leg. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, maybe I take it back because I met a, one of our closest couple friends at the gym. At the gym, like see, one that's of our your closest, space. That's my space, yeah. I guess. Yeah, so I so do take like it back. But I wasn't looking for friends. In. It's not like I was like, "Hey, do you want to be my friend?" Like, no, but no. it's like you like <laughs> right. start talking about you know whatever one day or whatever yeah. or your shoes. Then we went out and to then dinner it just and then a thing. yeah. yeah. So it's like, I think you go to places that you like and you and like people that are like, how do I meet people in the places I want to be in? It's like, well, go to those places. Start doing those true. things. That's true. And then you'll start to find like if you want to be an artist and paint in a coffee shop, maybe just start going to coffee shops that where people paint at. You know yeah, what I mean? Go just, to places that have like they have the similar interests as you. That seems to be the thing as adults. But you know what? There are. And I've talked to one of my girlfriends about this. I don't necessarily use it, but. Uh, one of my girlfriends was like moving to a new city and they have apps where like you can do meetups and oh, yeah. kind of kind of like dating but it's, it's like for, Bumble friends yeah exactly How fun yeah they I have loved stuff that like swiping that. app when I was on it 
<laughs> oh my god! What I did? <laughs> Only a Nikki. friend that was on a social media app for dating. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Save you it for another time. Ain't gonna talk about it now. Anyway, friends. <laughs> so there's apps. Yeah, people can go. There through. are apps that people can use if you like. If you're struggling and you're in a new city and you want to find some people, Bumble has it. A few places have How it. How fun though! That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's there's that's a little for everybody. We have gone on and on about our friendships and yeah. frenemies and, and all of the other things. But uh, what are your last words, ladies? Ooh, I feel like we're all going to have the same one again. Mm-hmm. Quality we're over always, quantity. Yeah, I was going to say quality <laughs> over quantity. That's literally how I've written That down. might be ours, like I literally quality over quantity. I think that was just the overall theme, you know, and we're all like-minded people. So that is our last word. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> have a good one, y'all. Bye. Okay, bye, y'all. Start your week off with some Boss Lady energy every Monday. And send us your suggestions for future episodes. Slide into those DMs. And follow us on social media at Boss Lady Energy Pod.